0: You are listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. If we look to the answer as to why for so
1: many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling
0: to pay that price. Have you ever thought why freedom and dignity has been more available in America than any other place on earth, just like President Reagan told us. There is a reason behind that. The Founding Fathers understood what freedom and liberty was. The reason they understood that is because they also understood the Word of God. Today we're going to talk about an issue that every single human being on the planet has to face, and that is hate. Hate is all over. This globe. It is a sin so tremendous against every living human being when you're talking about hate. But what I'm going to bring to you tonight is this Are you willing to hate what God hates? Are you willing to put yourself in full understanding of the God that created you and to hate what He hates? God does hate, but He does not hate in the same manner as man. And you're going to see The reason the United States, at this point in time, however declining, we continue to hate what God hates. And when we stop doing that, then we're going to be just like any other country on this planet. Specifically... Communist. Communism is the devil at its core. You can argue till the cows come home. But if you don't understand what communism really is, then you have no clue that it is the number one thing, the number one way, that Satan is corrupting every human being on this planet. And hopefully, at the end of this podcast, it gives you a better understanding of what I'm talking about. The Bible is the holy word of God. That's what I believe. And if that's true then the words that are in it have meaning to human beings. They have meaning to nations and people that live on this planet. And God tells us through that word what he actually hates. The number one thing is sin in general. God cannot deal with as far as being involved in sin, period. He is completely sinless and will never, ever be involved in any type of sin, period. But man is sinful from the day that you're born. However, we can understand that. We can understand the structure of our minds that we live in this planet and in this sinful world. But we should live our lives to the best of our abilities to be righteous and sinless in God's eyes. Only way to do that is you have to hate what God hates. Because if you hate what God hates, then your life is going to be much more precious to yourself and to the people around you. I want to read from you, from the Bible, Proverbs six. 16 through 19. And then I'm going to explain to you what this particular word of God is telling us about hate. Verse 16 there are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are abominations to him. 17 haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, and false witnesses who breathe out lies, and one who sows discourse among their brothers. So let's break this down. Number one, God hates proud look. It may not be accidental that this is listed first. It is the opposite of humility, loving your neighbor, humbling yourself to others, which is found in the heart of the one who humbles himself before God. Humility leads one to God, but pride does the exact opposite. In my mind, pride is the number one sin against the God that created you because you believe in your pride that you're better than everyone else and the God that created you. God hates a lying tongue. Our God cannot lie, ever. And He, by His holy nature, wants us to always speak the truth. This must be very important, for it is listed in another form in the six attitudes that God hates. Lying is tremendous to the aspect of the human life on this planet. And the communists do this on a regular basis. God hates hands that shed innocent blood. Our nation is shocked by the brutal killing of children in the Ukraine, yet legally permits the slaughter of children in the womb. Abortion is a tremendous Sin to God. God hates a heart that devises wicked plans. There are sins which come into our lives because of wickedness, which suddenly comes into our lives. There are sins in which men lie awake at night and scheme how to do evil, how to have revenge on someone. Remember the mobster days? where if a person was killed by the other mob group, then that mob had to have revenge on the other mob. God makes a difference between these. The difference is mercy and justice. He is the only one that controls justice, period. And He will satisfy complete justice, of the whole world, the whole time frame in history. We are not responsible for justice as an individual. It's different when you talk about governments. Governments have the ability to enforce justice on their citizens based upon laws. God hates Feet that are swift in running to evil. Those who plan evil do far more than make plans. They can hardly wait to carry them out and they run to do the evil. So just making the plan is just the beginning. Then they start doing it. And they love doing it. And once they do it, they do it again and again and again. Just like people that like to steal, people that like the murder, people that like to lie. God hates a false witness who speaks lies. This obviously involves lying, which has already been mentioned. But in our day, think of how it applies to false teachers who claim they speak for God, but they lie as an example in the church. God hates one who sorrows or sows discourse among other people. Think of how serious it is when one stirs up trouble in a church and creates a situation where the faith of so many is weakened. There is tons, absolutely tons, of false preachers out there that preach about, All kinds of lies that if you come to God, you're going to have riches. You're going to get a boat and a house and millions of dollars and prosperity across this world. God doesn't promise you nothing physically in this world. You must work for it. He doesn't give it to you just because you want it. He blesses us, which is a total different atmosphere. He blesses us with good things in life. But stirring up trouble is not going to help us whatsoever in this world. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk more about are you willing to hate what god hates we will be right back
1: because i love your commandments more than gold more than pure gold and because i consider all your precepts right i hate every wrong path we live in a day when it's hard for people even christians to make a statement like that because Our age is described as an age of post-modernity, what that really means is that we passed beyond modernism when all things were actually relative to a kind of militant negation of any kind of standard. And the way the argument goes today is if anybody insists on a standard, that is if anybody insists on absolutes, if they say this is true and this is false, this is right and this is wrong. Because there are no absolutes, that isn't any meaningful statement, all it really is is a power play on the part of the one who is making it. And so all good people have to be opposed to that kind of statement, and it becomes, I am afraid, in time, literally a criminal act. You see, if everything is defined in terms of human rights, and it's the state that guarantees the rights. And if anybody speaks against the standard that's expressed in those rights, it becomes the duty of the state to oppose the one who is making the opposition. And what I'm afraid, if this age goes on in the way it is, that Christians who make such statements, who say, yes, this is right and this is wrong, are going to be regarded virtually as criminals and perhaps actually in time prosecuted as such. But you see, Christians do hold to standards, they always have. They have been persecuted, and they will be, but we have to do it if we believe that God is God and that God has spoken. Moreover, we have to do it in order to be Christians, because you can't hold to the standards of God and the world standards, too. You can't love God and love Satan at the same time. You can't love the right path without hating the wrong one. Jesus put it this way, he said, no one can serve two masters, because either He'll love the one and hate the other, or he will hate the one and love the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon. So I end with this question. It's this. Are you willing to hate what God hates? If not, you'll never learn to love God, and you'll certainly never begin to walk in the way that brings true blessing. If you're hesitating... Let me encourage you to go back to the very beginning of the Psalter and read Psalm 1 again. It contrasts the way of the wicked with the way of the godly, measured by the absolute standard of God's law. And here's what it says of the wicked. They walk in the counsel of the wicked, they stand in the way of sinners, and they sit in the seat of mockers. By contrast, the godly delight the law of the Lord and they meditate on it day and night as a result of which their lives are like trees planted by abundant streams of water that flourish and bring forth fruit in their season. The psalm ends by observing, for the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked
0: will perish. The way of the wicked will perish. The reason that the way of the wicked will perish is their standards and their life are of this world. And everything they do is based upon that standard. They refuse to accept and understand that God has created them specifically talking about the leaders of this world. They know who God is. Do not ever be mistaken about that. Everyone knows who God is. And he said specifically, I hate every wrong plan. What you heard was Dr. James Boyce. He passed away in the year 2000. But this man understood the word of God and preached to his congregation exactly what we should adhere to. We should hate what God hates and not hate what we want to hate. Because as soon as you as a human being determine the standard of what hate is, then you're right in the middle of Satan's plan of evil to where you're going to hate everybody and everything that doesn't fit within your standard or the world's standard. So you have absolutely no clue that your hate is wrong. You're being justified in your heart and your mind, controlled by this world that you have a right to hate people and things that happen in this world. I'm not saying that you give up and not feel discomfort or fear about what's happening. Hate is a tremendous word. And a lot of us, for instance, I'm a retired military person, and I hate war. I don't want to be in a war. And I get that. I understand that part of hate. But that is internal to me and how I view the world. God is perfect, and we are not. And because of that, we're using a different type of standard of how we hate. So I'm going to leave you with this. We should hate the sin and not the sinner because God loves every single person that He has ever created On this planet. He loves them dearly. And hopes that they will understand. And come to a point where they love him. And if you do not love. The God that created you. Then the hate that is inside of you. Is world hate. And it will never ever end. For eternity. You will hate Forever. But we have a responsibility. To each and every person that we encounter in our lives. To hate sin. Specifically hate what God hates. In a loving way. We should be able to tell these people. That. You are living in sin. You are living in this world that is controlled by Satan. He is in charge of the sin in this world. God does not create sin. Satan is the absolute responsibility of sin. Let's go back to the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve were the first two human beings created by God that were sinless from the day they were created. And they chose upon themselves to listen to Satan, the serpent. And because they did that, they determined to disobey God and not understand or accept in their heart to hate what God hates. Are you willing to hate what God hates every single day of your life? If you are. Your life is going to be a whole lot better. He's going to bless you every single day. Because you're trying as hard as you can with the sin in your heart, with living in this world, to do what God has commanded us to do. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. I hope you have a wonderful Sunday evening. And if you're listening to the podcast on Monday morning on your way to work, thank you very much for listening early and driving in that commute, which I understand, been there, done that. And I hope this message reaches your heart and helps you to understand that God is is in control of everything. And we, (laughs) as human beings, do not need to make the world worse. We need to make it better. And the only way that we can do that is we have to hate what God hates and have to present to people that hate in this world is bad. And that these people that live in the world and not understand who God is and who Jesus Christ is, they need to be presented the gospel of love and grace of the God that created them, and I guarantee you they're going to stop hating. This is the Gunny out.